What are the key factors to growing and scaling your business? We're going to talk about it on today's episode. Listen, there's a lot to learn when growing and scaling your business. That's why we created the Business Choreography Podcast, where we talk about choreographing your marketing, operations, and sales into dynamic systems that increase your revenue and your impact. We'll explore solid business principles and discuss all things that make businesses dance to success with clarity. We'll help you figure out where the holes are in your business and what you can do to fix them. Think of us as your official business choreographers, aka your insider growth strategists. Remember, your choreography matters. Welcome to the Business Choreography Podcast. What's up, everybody? Michael Johnson here with the Business Choreography Podcast, and I'm excited that you joined me today because we're going to talk about the key factors to growing and scaling your business. And, you know, there are a lot of them, there's no doubt, but the ones that I love, 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 love to look at whenever we invest or buy a business or bring a business on board are these. We're going to go through them each. Uh, we have learned these through mentors and advisors and people we've worked with through the years. We've collected them along the way. And these stand out to us as really positive ways to grow and scale your business. So let's jump right in. We're not. We're just going to cut right to the chase and, and not wait too much to get into it. So the first one on the list, and, and these are in no particular order because in each business, there are different things that are going on. And so oftentimes we would do an assessment. We'd figure out where you were at and what was going on. But that's what I want you to do right now. I want you to think about these things and figure out where you're at and get a good idea of really where you think you're at. Now, that's interesting, right? Because as we start that, there's where you think you're at. And then there's where I think you're at, right? Or somebody from the outside looks at what you're doing. <clears throat> and they might give you a rating or a scale different than your own. And that's important. I mean, I can't tell you the number of times I've gone into a business and they've shown me, like we went to go acquire that business and they've shown me what they thought they were doing. And they showed me their books or they showed me their numbers or they showed me what was going on. And they thought they were doing something completely different than was actually happening. Now that happens a lot and you would never do that, right? Of course not, right? But as business owners, it's our baby. Oftentimes when we're running a business, we love this thing. We've built this thing. We've grown this thing and we are in love with it. So sometimes we put our blinders on, right? And we don't actually see what's really going on. So I want you to do your best version or your best job of evaluating where you're at in these different categories that I'm going to present to you today. So one of the first ones that I want you to take a look at is simple demand. Where is your business in terms of meeting demand, in terms of the demand that is being requested? Oftentimes people wonder why their business isn't going anywhere and they you take a look back and from the outside I can look in and go, oh, well, you're selling a newspaper and well, People don't read newspapers like they used to. You're going to have to change up the model. So the demand isn't there for that in particular. Uh, Time Magazine recently uh, has made some adjustments because people are buying less magazines. Not 
tons less, but they've had to change it up a little bit. A lot of these newspaper magazines, they've had to change it up because the demand has changed for what it is that they're doing. As we continue moving forward, the theory would be that we have electric cars coming and more and more of the car companies are doing electric cars. So what's going to happen? The demand for electric plugins for your cars at the gas stations is going to get higher and higher. And the demand for gasoline could potentially go the other way. I don't know. We'll see what happens, right? But you have to look at the demand in your business and evaluate where you're at. Is it really high? Is it low? Is it going the wrong direction? Direction Is the trend going the other way? Look at that and see where you're at. Find out what's going on. Let's take another category, clarity. What about clarity? Where are you in terms of the clarity of your business, the clarity of your message, the clarity of what it is that is going on internally? We have got to get clarity. So many times as I talk to business owners, there just is a huge lack of clarity of where they're at, where they're going, what they're trying to achieve, what their goals are, how their systems work. Uh, and, and we'll get into that a little bit more later. But just overall, finding clarity in what the business is doing, this is a really big deal. And honestly, I could talk about that for hours. Each of these, I could literally go on and on and on about four days, but where are you at? Where's your business at in terms of clarity? Next one I want to discuss is strategy. What about strategy? See, oftentimes as business owners, especially if you're a self-employed, right? Business owner, go back, read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. You'll know what I'm talking about. If you're self-employed, oftentimes we don't implore strategies and systems. We'll talk about that in a minute. But what strategies are you using and how effective are they? Because sometimes we we actually deploy a strategy because we heard about it, we learned about it, and then we never actually look back to see how that strategy is doing. How are the strategies that you're running working? Are they actually working well? Or did you deploy a strategy and then never look back because you know what? I know a lot of business owners that do that. They deploy a strategy and they get going on it and it's going, but then they don't ever go back to look at it again. Yikes. Okay. So where are you at with your strategy? You've got to kind of look at, at look at that whole concept of the strategies that you're running inside your business and determine where you're at. And maybe it's time for an upgrade. Maybe it's time for some new strategies. Maybe you've been living in a box and you think your strategy is working and you need somebody like me to come in and look at it and go, Ooh, okay, that strategy was really great for like 1920 or something like that. Right. And maybe we have to upgrade to some newer strategies that might be more cutting edge. Okay. Let's take a look at the next one. And I kind of alluded to this was systems. So what about systems? Have you actually applied systems to what you're doing inside your business? Or are you still kind of going like, because you know what to do? Oh, we know what to do. I have one or two or 10 employees and everybody just knows what's what to do. So we all just do it. Or are there actual systems right? SOPs, standard operating procedures, right? Those systems are important. And if you want to grow and scale your business, you have to have those down. Now, I'm not suggesting that you go write a 500 page novel about your systems, but it is important to have your systems down so that it can be repeated over and over again. And if it can be repeated, very, very specifically, 
Now, all of a sudden, you can measure it. If it's repeatable, it's measurable. And this is really, really important. So what kind of systems, what kind of standard operating procedures do you have in your business that you are sure work when you run them? One of the clients I have, we went through their systems and processes. The next thing that we, we went in and did was we had them start to test those systems and processes to see if what they had actually created in their standard operating procedure, their SOP, was actually uh, readable and it made sense. Have you ever played that game called Mad Libs? Super fun. If you have kids, you might want to play it with them, right? It's, it leaves blanks at certain key places, and then you fill in random stuff, and then the story is hilarious. Yeah, that happens with standard operating procedures. Sometimes you think it makes total sense. You give it to somebody else. They try to run the actual procedure or system, and it doesn't work, and it's hilarious except for it's not when it doesn't work and the business starts to fall apart because the standard procedure isn't so standard. So where do you fall into place when it comes to systems? Okay, let's cut back to a different one. Alignment. How well are you doing in your company with being in alignment with what you believe your company should do? This is a big deal, right? Because in so many instances, you have this idea and Maybe the company's grown into a Frankenstein and it's now a monster. And now you had this original goal and this idea of what your company should stand for, what it should do, how it should produce, what you believe in. But as you grew and you started to put employees and team into place, the alignment of what they're doing and what you wanted aren't in sync. And there's a bottleneck. It's having a hard time to grow and scale because you're not in alignment. Where are you with that? Is your business ready to look at it? Maybe you're early on and it's too soon. Maybe you're later on, you have a whole team in place and you're looking at it going, I don't know how to fix this, but it's not going well. Oftentimes it's because the team and the vision of the owner of the, of the leader are not in alignment. We've got to take a look at that. Okay, next one, capital. How are you doing with capital? When you're trying to grow and scale a business, the, one of the biggest challenges is that sometimes as you grow, you need more capital to grow. I'm working with one business right now where they can see it coming and they're looking for capital and we're trying to help them figure out how to uh, grow through that because they need the capital in order to get to that next level of growth. And now that's an interesting thing. So where are you with that? Do you need capital? Are you self-sustaining? Do you have ways of bringing in capital that are self-sustaining from the inside out? Or do you have to actually start to look at how you can use capital and use uh, borrowing, so to speak, to actually grow and scale your company? This is a really big deal and it can be super scary, especially if you're a bootstrapper. I've bootstrapped a number of companies and I'll tell you what, if you are not familiar with how to do it, it can be pretty scary if you're going to borrow money or if you're going to use money that isn't yours to invest. But there are lots of ways to do it. There are lots of ways to go about it. Where do you stand in your company when it comes to capital? What's your score? What would you rank yourself? right? And what would somebody else like me come in and look at it and rank it? Obviously, we always want to try to do it without having to borrow, but sometimes borrowing can actually be really, really positive for you. 
So that's something to look at. Okay, let's look at the last two here that I wanted to go over. I mean, honestly, we could talk about this for ages, but these are really the big categories that that almost everything fits into, almost everything, right? So let's look at this. What about your team and your people? Sometimes as business owners and the CEOs of your company, right? Sometimes you have a hard time with team and people because you know you can do it really well. And so it's hard to look out and get somebody that's better than you. And sometimes our ego gets in the way and I totally get that. Sometimes we think we are the best, but what would happen to your company if you found somebody that was better than you at what it is that you do? Well, I'd have to pay them a lot more. Maybe. But if you paid them a lot more, what would that translate to in terms of the growth and scaling of your company? This is a really big deal because I know so many of you are like, I have to do it. I'm the one that knows it. I'm the one that has the secret sauce. Honestly, growing past you is going to be a challenge, right? So getting the right team and people into place, we have to look at that. Now, what does your team look like? What do your people look like in your organization? Are they the right fit? Did you hire, you know, a, a buddy and really they, you grew out of them being in that position. And now it's hard to maybe move on because you don't want to fire your buddy. Maybe you hired a family member to do something. And now the, the company's grown past what their skills are, or maybe you just hired somebody on that when you started, they were a great fit. But now you've grown to something that they don't have the education or knowledge or experience to actually handle, and they're not growing with it. This is a big deal. So where does your team stand in terms of being ready to grow and to scale? Are you in a position where you can actually do that with the actual team you have, or are you going to have to start to get a new team? That's rough, and especially as a business owner, if you're still an owner-operator, then that can be challenging because you have people on your team that you really like and you have great relationship with and you have a friend. Maybe in them, they've stuck with you through the hard times, but they are maybe not capable of taking you to the next level. And that really is a challenge because now you have to figure out how to deal with those dynamics. And that can be done a lot of different ways. It doesn't mean you have to fire them or that doesn't mean that they can't be part of the business. It might just mean that we need to add some people to the team, to your organization, so that you can keep the people in place, let them do what they're great at, and get some other people in place on your team to help you to grow to that next level. Okay, last one on the list here for today is communications. How are the communications going within your organization, within your business? Do you talk well? Are you a great communicator to your second in command or to the managers that are running the team? Are you a great communicator to your team as a whole? Do they communicate well to each other? Are they good at keeping things positive? Are they good at communicating when challenges come up and all the crap hits the fan and all of a sudden you've got to fix it. Are they great at communication? Are you actively as a business working to help people learn to communicate better, better through emails, better through texting, better through your internal uh, communication system, whatever that is, have you found and implemented ways for your team to communicate in the most effective and efficient way? 
Sometimes the communication systems that I see when I go into a business are bogged down by red tape and a whole bunch of junk that doesn't need to happen. And it's just because it evolved over time and became a rat's nest. It kind of just became this like spider web, a spider web of junk that turned into something that was really difficult for everybody. But because everybody was used to it, they just kept doing it. Right? It's kind of the definition of insanity, banging your head against the wall and hoping it doesn't hurt at some point. That's not going to work. So what do you rank yourself in terms of communications? So just a quick overview. We talked about demand, clarity, strategy, systems, alignment, capital. We talked about team. We talked about communications. These are eight right? Just eight. And there could, there's easily others that we could talk about, although most things fit into those categories. And I love these that collected them along the way from some of the greatest uh, mentors that are out there and advisors. And I love them. And so I typically look at these places and these things, when we look at a business when we're looking to invest, when we're looking to help or come in and provide some expertise and a meta perspective from the outside, because sometimes you just can't see it. Sometimes you just can't tell what's going on because you're so deep in it because you made it, you created it. And so you just can't see the forest through the trees. And I understand. And that's no fault to yourself. You've done what you can with the vision that you have. And sometimes with a meta perspective, it helps to come in. And so I'm hoping that these things that we talked about today will help you take a step back into a meta position and look at those things and give yourself a grade. And as an interesting thing, what would happen if I came in and looked at them? What would I grade it? What would I give to that? Right? And that's an interesting question because that'll help you see a little bit and get some perspective. Now, if you need some help, reach out. We do this on a regular basis. We love to invest in businesses. We love to help businesses grow and scale. This is what we do. This is what I love. This is my passion. And so if you need some help, don't don't hesitate. Reach out. Let us know. Anyway, I hope this helps. I hope this is something that you can take and use. If you need to, rewind, write them all down, take some notes, and go back and give yourself a score. Analyze what you're doing. Figure out where you're at. And if you need some help getting that analysis done, reach out. Let us know. And uh, as usual, uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Take care. Bye-bye. The choreography your business is running can determine whether you can grow and scale to the next level. It's so easy just to take business day by day, but that can leave you putting out fires and keep you from growing. Find out how the choreography for your marketing operations and sales can raise your revenue and create more impact. Schedule a growth strategy analysis call with us today. Go to bizchoreo.com to book your time.